Halloween. Happy Halloween. Halloweeny. <laughs> um, so we are releasing this episode on Halloween day mm-hmm. because it's Halloween. Because it's Halloween. We it's love spooky. But I think I'll be working on Halloween. So I think Brittany works on Halloween too. I work every day. Yeah. So it doesn't except for Sundays, but except yeah. for Sundays. So yeah, it doesn't. I barely get holidays off. <laughs> Which I'm just hoping that it's not like crazy busy because it's. Um, it seems that the hospital always ends up being really busy on Halloween. Oh, I'm sure. Or, yeah. Oh yeah, but um, we actually went to the Missouri State Penitentiary. We did a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and we did a ghost tour. We did a ghost tour. So we decided to do this very happy Halloween episode about Most State Pen. Mm-hmm. And we're going to give you guys a little bit of a history. Also known as the walls. Oh my god, that's in my history. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to just talk about some some ghostly activities that happened there. But do you want to talk about our experience first or do you want to talk about everything else first let's talk about its history and then we can get into like okay what... we'll do our history and then we'll do what we experienced and then we'll do yeah we'll do it okay so it opened in 1836 and it initially housed 15 prisoners did you know that 15 no and yeah and they it only housed 15 prisoners and they had to work in a shop making bricks and they built the rest of the prison oh here build these walls that uh you're, you're are gonna yeah. house you so when it was finally finished being built, it was surrounded by high limestone walls, and it had 15 officer towers, mm-hmm. and it gained the nickname The Walls. Yeah. Um, 2,000 men were incarcerated there, which was an average... Say it ended up being, like, one of the largest prisons. Yes. It, it is one of the largest prisons. Well, I mean, it doesn't run it anymore. It was yeah. decommissioned in 2004. 2004. But it had around 2,000 men, which was like their average number throughout the years. Mm-hmm. But at one point, they had, I have it written down here, they had more. They had like 4,900 men at one point. Yeah. And then at its highest point, I think it was like 5,200. Not men, but inmates. So that was its highest um yeah right here and yeah in 1936 the prison house the prison housed 4,900 inmates but at its highest point housed 5,200 inmates and it was far more which was far more than it was made to hold and and at the time had more inmates than any other facility in the country at one point it was the biggest prison but it normally only held around 2,000 men and they had the first female admitted in 1842. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Yeah, the whole pres- – we said when it was built, right? 1836. Yeah. I just yeah. was making sure. Yeah. So the first housing unit is housing unit four or A hall. Mm-hmm. And it was built to house um, post-Civil War criminals. And it was continued to be used throughout, like, the entirety of the prison mm-hmm. until it was closed. So from like 1836 all the way to 2004. You know, I know that we know that this place is super haunted and like now we go see it, but I I almost wonder if like any of the inmates experienced a lot of stuff while they were there. Oh, I wonder. That would be I'm creepy. Sure they probably did. How terrifying, like, because you can't even Not get out. Not only am I in prison, but I'm yeah, haunted like, here you too. You can't even get out of the cell though. Like if you're at a home, mm-hmm. you can just be like, oh, 
I got to get out of this room. Mm-hmm. But, like, you're in a cell. You can't leave. Right. Ugh, creepy. So it's the oldest building is a hall. Mm-hmm. And its basement is nicknamed The Hole because it was, like, a straight-up dungeon down there. Mm-hmm. And they would – it housed, like, some of the worst criminals ever. Yeah. Like, a lot of and those – didn't it also house, like, the crazies? Mm-hmm. And the mentally unstable and, the, yeah. and those on death row. And it only had, like, a little – like, they, there were no lights down there. It was all brick, and it only had, like, a little slit in the door that there would be light from. But you didn't get to go down there because it was – Right. The tor- there was a tornado that went through Jefferson Plus, City in yeah. May, and it – Destroyed the roof. Yeah, but me and Mom got to go in that one because I've been twice. Mm-hmm. And when you're down there, it's, like, completely pitch dark. Like, you can't see anything. There's no light. I read that people actually went blind after a while from being down mm-hmm. there. Yeah, because they were down there for so long, and they're – Mm-hmm. And nothing, like, they didn't have a bed or anything. Like, it was just, like, a mattress on the ground, I think. And it was, like. And the cells are very, very tiny. They were not down there. They were small, but they were not as small as, like, some of the other ones. Mm-hmm. I think the rooms seemed so small because they had so many men of them at a time. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't just one man per room. It was, like, they really loaded them in there. Yeah, but then they also had really, really tiny cells because they ended up showing us like these have two doors because we made one cell into or we made two cells into one yeah that's a different building Mm -hmm. but yeah i know what you're talking about that was on the also on death row Mm -hmm. so um it became an industrial site the the prison itself and by 1885 it housed six shoes it housed six shoe factories Clothing, broom, and twine factories, and the largest saddle tree factory. What is a saddle tree factory? Saddle tree? Like, do you think it's just, like, what they made saddles on? Could be. Um, but they say, they told us that they actually made so much money because em- by employing the prisoners, they only yeah. had to pay them cents an hour. Yeah. Every, every prisoner, like, had to do labor. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't just, like, yeah, everybody had to work. Um. Which is kind of, it's a good idea, honestly. It is, but it's, it's a good idea, but it's sad to think that there are people who were incorrectly imprisoned. Yeah. And then they, like, have like to do not, all this. But, I mean, it was, like, a regular job if they were to get a job on an assembly line outside of prison. It's not like they were true. making them do, like... But they weren't getting paid for it. Yeah, they were pay- They were getting paid since... You get paid in prison. Yeah, but not... But it's not, not anything like no. what you would... But also, I don't know how it is, like, before, but you could buy, like, stamps and stuff with it. Yeah, I don't know how it used to be in 1885, <laughs> though. Um... So, in 1905, Housing Unit 1 was constructed, which was where the female inmates were housed, mm-hmm. and it's now the main entrance to the penitentiary, mm-hmm. which is the first cell block we went into. Yeah. Um, in 1914, the prison added Housing Unit 3, which became the Capital Punishment and Segregation Unit, which is also the one we went into. Which, pause, the ladies' unit has supposedly a lady who is all dressed in like an 1800s dress with petticoat. And mm-hmm. She's all gray and she the gray wanders the, the yeah yeah she wanders, wanders the cell, which the is really cool. Block. We so we had two different obviously two different tour guides from whenever mm-hmm. I went with my mom and my aunt and when you went with me. The first one was an amazing tour guide and she told us like we actually got to go into one of the cells in the women's mm-hmm. section, and she said that that woman is like particularly 
present there. Well, yeah, and aggressive towards men. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you had men with your group, they could they were, like, literally not allowed to go into to the cell because, like, she reacted really harshly towards them. Mm-hmm. And me, Mom, um, my Aunt Sarah, and Elizabeth went into the cell, and we, like, spoke to the ghost. Mm-hmm. And you, we had one of those little... The EVP reader. Yeah, yeah, you know. But um, it was really interesting, like, and I don't know how accurate those are. They're mm-hmm. battery operated. You know what I mean? Like, right. whatever. But it's really interesting to see like all of the answers. <laughs> I don't want to call them answers because she's not like physically speaking to us. Mm-hmm. We just saw it light up and you would like ask her yes or no questions. And if like it lit up, that was her answering yes, pretty mm-hmm. much. But it was really cool. And like our other, t- our tour guide didn't talk about that. And then in, there's also that isolation cell in that one right yeah that we got to step into you didn't no i did well i took one step in and then i took yeah. right back out it gave my my stomach a bad feeling it's crazy to to see the, this place because it's so big and monstrous and just to imagine it full of like hard criminals mm-hmm. is just insane to me and then um knowing like the conditions that they lived in because this is not this is not a pretty building well, and it's very dark and mm-hmm. there's no windows and there's just and the and, lights make it like greenish and it's not yeah. very pretty and it's and the um and they look like legit prison cells like with mm-hmm. the bars and stuff they don't look like just metal doors they look like actual prison bars yeah and so it's not even really like you got any peace when you were in there or no or personal like what's the word i'm looking for like personal space there was none of that yeah and then um you also the way that some of them not all of them some of the blocks are set up is when all all the cells are in the middle stacked on top of each other you don't get any windows in there Mm -mm. when they're built on the sides you at least get a, a small window but you couldn't even like even if a window was on the outside of the building you could see the light but you couldn't like even look out the window and have yeah, some no. form of something to look at it's literally and it's like so gray in there and it's, it's everything's chipped gray. and it's not very it's not yeah, a very, you can tell that it's been painted multiple times mm-hmm. different colors because all the paint chips it's and, not a very pretty place no well not that it would be but it's a very yeah just, also yeah. in that housing unit is the story that we heard about Katie O'Hare. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to tell that story? Do you remember it? I I just remember that she... I don't remember her crime. Do so she was in prison for espionage. Okay. Well, then she ended up being housed there, and she saw what kind of conditions they were living in. And this was also a long time ago. A very long time ago. And this was when... They didn't have running water and shower mm-hmm. stalls in the buildings. And there was one tub that everyone bathed in and then they would finally empty it. They didn't change the water in between yep. people. It basically was just tall enough for a human to like like get into and it would like get enough water to wash your whole body. Yeah. And then... But you had to use the body. But you were like standing the in the water. Yeah. You had to use the water from the person before you. Like you didn't get to mm-hmm. get This on. was like deep water. Yeah. And so you had... Oh, the further down in the line that you were, the further, like, as many bodies were in that mm-hmm. tank. And so, at the point, at that point, it's not even clean. Like, once a couple yeah, you're, people you're have bathing come through. in dirty water. And it wasn't very often that they did this either. Yeah. And so, there was a lady there who was very sick with syphilis. And syphilis is a deadly STD. And it turns into some very gruesome side effects. You get sores. You get fevers. You get just disgusting, basically. It'll kill you. And, yeah, well, it's a fatal... STD if not treated and I don't know if they didn't have the means to treat it or that she was too far advanced in her 
syphilis that they didn't try or they just said you're an inmate and right. we don't they care didn't about care. you but um she was said to be in the tub before katie and katie threw a fit about it because obviously i mean you can transmit an std through any body fluid so if like that water touches you yeah. it's going to transmit to you especially with how like oozy she yeah was. well and they said that she literally from like head to toe was covered in mm-hmm. sores so yeah, it wasn't just yeah it wasn't just a little bit yeah. but so she threw a fit about it and then like ended up writing to her husband about it i think she wrote a letter to her husband about all the conditions they were living in and then he actually which husband goals right here <laughs> he actually took it to the news and the press mm-hmm. and said this is the kind of condition that they're all living in and created a public uproar and she got released mm-hmm. and whenever she was released she actually ended up becoming like a public figure for standing up for prison rights and mm-hmm. things like that it's really cool her story was mm-hmm. really cool to me she was just like, these are horrible and I don't accept this. Right. But, so, that was the um, housing unit one, I said. Mm-hmm. And that's the the female inmate one. But a few years later, in 1914, the prison added housing unit three, which is the capital punishment and segregation unit. We also went in that one. And that's the one where they had, um, oh my God, what's his name? James Earl Jr.? James Earl Ray. Ray? Who's James Earl Jr.? Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know who I'm thinking of. James Earl Ray. He's the guy who um, assassinated Martin Luther King Jr. Mm-hmm. He was an inmate there, and he actually escaped by um, putting himself in one of the bread boxes, and then they put loaves of bread on top of him like a shipping box, and they shipped him out and didn't realize he was even in there, and then um, they... Supposedly, the FBI put out, like, a, a most wanted thing and said, hey, we're looking for this guy. And most state was like, well, we're looking for this guy. And they said, well, if you find him, like, let us know. And they said, well, we want him because he assassinated Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> and they were just like, so, oh. He, yeah, and okay. I don't believe that they were ever able to find he, him. Yeah, no, he never – I don't think he ever went – I think they found him, but I don't think he ever oh, no, went no, no, back no, he was there. convicted. Yeah. He died of hepatitis C. That and Yeah. But, he, yeah, he never went back to most uh, the most of no. But um, also in that unit is the um, runner, which we didn't get to hear, unfortunately. She said the group before us heard it. I think it would be really cool to hear. It would be so cool but, to hear. So terrifying, but so cool. Yeah, but so but cool. Because the same cell block, this, this different cell block has the cells in the middle again. There are, like, um, walkways that wrap around. Mm-hmm. And she said that the like someone, the spirit will run across one of those walkways, and it's very apparent. You can hear them very running loud, across. Yeah. And she said that every other tour guide has heard it except for her, and the group before us had even heard it. Which the group before us was at eight o'clock, and we heard ten o'clock, mm-hmm. and we were really sad that we didn't hear it. Yeah, granted, we didn't hear or see anything because we had a very disrespectful group, yeah. and it was very large. It was it was over twenty people. Yeah, and, and we at didn't. At that point, you're not going to hear or see anything because mm-hmm. even if you did hear something. There's so many people you don't know what's what you're hearing. Yeah. And we didn't get really – because of the tornado that went through, it really ruined a lot. They don't have the same tours that they – Yeah, but they took us down in uh, 3D. Yeah, which we weren't – which isn't always on the tour because the mm-hmm. um, Hall A is – A Hall or whatever is shut down. The hall, yeah. But they – oh, my God, I just forgot everything I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> 
they have longer tours mm-hmm. and we want to go back to a longer tour right. at a different time. But they didn't have, um, cause you couldn't roam on the your longer own. tours yeah. this time. And I feel like they said a lot of the time they get activity on the first tours. I feel like maybe we should try an earlier yeah, tour I just if possible. To, my job is hard mm-hmm. to do. They do them on a Sunday? Around. I don't think so, but we can look, we can look, but, okay. um, oh my God, I keep forgetting what I was going to say. What are we talking they about? They have longer tours. Oh, yeah. They have longer tours. And because our tour was so short, um, we don't get the opportunity. We didn't get the opportunity to walk around. We were yeah. really stuck with our group. Whereas in like the longer tours, they literally give you the freedom to just go walk amongst. Like split off. Yeah. And just try Which and find is stuff on really your own. really cool. Yeah. Because I don't think they're going to approach a giant group. No. Why, why would they? Right. But um, in the hall A, which is where we didn't get to go. Mm-hmm. My mom actually is where she got touched in the in the hole, right in the dungeons downstairs. So that was the only ex- like experience we had while we were there. But like my, she was physically touched. Mm-hmm. And then um, also in the capital punishment segregation unit, that's unit three where we we went. Mm-hmm. Um, they say that there's this um, tall like seven foot shadow figure. That rec- it recently showed up. Even it wasn't there all the time. They Mm-mm. said this is something somewhat recent that they've they've come across. Well, and then it's transformed. Like they said, it started as a dog. I didn't hear dog. I thought I thought it just kept getting taller. Well, she said it, at first it was a dog, like a shadow dog, and mm-hmm. then it just kept like getting like a bigger dog and a bigger dog, and then it turned into like a, a man, shadow, and then it just got taller and taller. You don't remember that? I don't remember the dog part at all. There's a large possibility that I made that up in my head. <laughs> I don't remember it. I just remember that she said a girlfriend and her mm-hmm. boyfriend were in this room, like, right out. Was it down in 3D or was it when we were standing there before? I think it was in the room where we were standing before we went down the steps, right? Yeah, it was in the cap- like the um, death row walk because there's, like, a, a, a thing of death row, mm-hmm. a hole. In this part of the building – a girlfriend and her boyfriend had branched off and they were just kind of looking around and apparently all of a sudden like she came running out screaming and mm-hmm. crying with tears in her eyes and the lady told us that she had seen like this tall dark figure and it basically it pressed its face up to yeah, hers really close eyes. and had yellow glowing eyes that were just glaring at her and it like I'd run out of there screaming yeah. crying too and her boyfriend was like I saw it too like well he tried to touch it mm-hmm. and he like, tried to touch it and it went away like, yeah, no it grabbed him oh. it grabbed his wrist mm-hmm. and then it 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 kind of I guess that they got scared the they just left but that is not a ghost. <laughs> no, I feel like that probably has grown just from all of the activity that's mm-hmm. been there. Well, and like, I don't know what everybody believes in, but I feel like if you you put so much, you feed so much fear into a place, mm-hmm. like that's not a good feeling. Yeah. So I think that there's definitely spirits that can um, vibe off of that. But- I also think... This place is just, it's not only gruesome, it's sad. It's very, it's very, very, sad. very sad there. She also told us that there are many, like, murder-suicides of people while they're mm-hmm. in there. This housed people on death row, so this housed inmates that were murderers, sex offenders, mm-hmm. some of the worst people that you've ever met. And most people, she said, would get a shiv and stab someone and then immediately turn around and shank their own inner thighs to cut their femoral arteries and mm-hmm. bleed out and die right then and there. Yep. 
She said many people committed suicide while they were in there and would hang themselves with their shirts. She said that some people would even go so far as to put Vaseline on the floor so they couldn't change their Mm -hmm. mind once they hung themselves if they fell. So Yeah, it's a very, very heavy place. Mm -hmm. Um, Which brings me to our next point. In 1937, the gas chamber building was built by prison inmates Mm -hmm. and before the gas chamber was there um, executions were conducted by hanging yeah and they said that these this used to this wasn't just here but it used to be a common theme that when people were hanged for crimes it would be a public affair but not Mm -hmm. just like lots of people would come but people would think this was like entertainment they would pull their kids out of school to come and watch this and like have a picnic yeah i think she said that's why they stopped doing the hanging that's why they stopped but it just that to me is just it's sick disgusting how could you look at that and be in and not only want the family to be there mm-hmm. and also, like, eat yeah. while you're watching mm-hmm. that. No, it's not like carnival. Like, Mm-mm. yeah, it's just, actually, it's really gross because um, the gas chamber is not connected right next to the prison. You have to drive a little bit. Yeah, after the tour's over, you get in your car and then you drive to the gas to the chamber. back of the yeah. prison where the gas chamber is. And the gas chamber was brought in on a from the military mm-hmm. and brought in on, like, a giant... Tr- transportation truck that yeah but already had this like thing put together but the um pavement of the mm-hmm. what is the word i'm looking for the bricks the the parking lot in front of the gas chamber the blacked out parking lot why are you looking so confused i thought we were gonna talk about death row walk we're going to but the the parking lot that you park on because so many people had died of like illnesses and stuff in the prison of they smallpox were, and yeah. yellow fever and they were buried underneath the like before the parking lot was there they were buried there and like they moved a lot of bodies but they couldn't move some of them because they didn't want to they didn't want to dig them up and stir up their lungs and possibly bring yeah. in plagues that didn't need to be brought or, back yeah. and i thought that that was the most interesting to me i don't mm-hmm. know why i guess because we were standing on dead bodies and i was like oh my god we're standing on dead people yeah. but um go ahead talk about death row walk um so death row's walk was actually another like they made the inmates made bricks for this like little paved walk and they had like their names and stuff on them Mm -hmm. and there's like a big cross in the pavement when you walk up to it and we got to go in to the gas chamber was it 40 people were yep 40 people were executed and 39 of them were men and one there was one woman and that woman was because her and her male accomplice had kidnapped a child and, and killed him. Yep. And Bonnie and Heidi. Yeah. And they ended up being executed together. Yep. Um, they have two chairs in this little gas chamber. It's a tiny little, like, almost what you would envision, like, this metal pod to mm-hmm. be. It's very weird. And um, Courtney and I sat in these chairs. Yeah, we took a picture of me them. to sh- sit in that chair. It was weird. It's weird knowing that, like, someone, not someone, multiple people literally mm. died yeah. where we were sitting. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. And <laughs> it's weird and it's gross and it's morbid, but but we did it. <laughs> um, we're not the only ones who did it. No, everyone did it, okay. There was a little cell to the side that was a preparation mm-hmm. for right before they had to go in. Um, and then there were. <laughs> what I call risers in the yeah they in did. the back where there were windows in this little pod behind the inmates so the the inmates actually didn't get to watch anything but there were they windows had, behind on, their head yeah they had black hoods on whenever they would be executed but the people behind 
in the risers could watch mm-hmm. while it happened. Um, granted, I don't know that they saw a whole lot if it was smoky in there, you know? Yeah, but I don't know how that works. Um, then they had a system that would, like, clean out the air before you could yeah. enter back in there. And then um, there were 39 people who were executed, like, in the gas chamber through that process. But the final execution was done um, in 1989 by lethal injection. They said that they almost were going to do the electric chair here, but that at that point it had already become a very controversial topic. Yeah, too cruel. Yeah. And then they ended up with the gas chamber, and then lethal injection actually came about, and they decided they were going to do it. Yeah. There was only one person who died. And he was also, his name was Tiny. Mm-hmm. And he requested a mirror in there so that he could watch the people as yeah. he died. He could and himself. Which Sorry, I I'm was cracking my neck. Go ahead. Very disturbing to watch yourself die. Yeah, it is. It's very, mm, they even have the arm thing. The that, board that yeah, they that he had to, And the mirror is still in the gas chamber and everything. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't there for the first 39. Yeah, so, no. skipping down, I want to talk about the riot. In September mm-hmm. of 1954. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. So on the evening of September 22nd, um, there were two inmates that feigned illness, and when the two guards came to check on them, they were overpowered, and one was severely beaten. And the prisoners stole their keys and released other inmates. Before long, there were like several hundred inmates who were just like running loose throughout the penitentiary. They were smashing windows and all like furnishing and setting fire to buildings yep they set fire to the prison shops so that night by midnight the missouri highway patrol police from kansas city and st louis and the national guard had surrounded the prison yeah they were all called in to to help Mm -hmm. with this because they had let every single hall out i think the only hall the only hall that didn't was a hall and that was where the worst people were and they were like we're not getting involved yeah they like asked them like they came by and they were like y'all want out and they were like nah we good and they just (laughs) left but like the That's, rest of the entire prison was just running amok. Yeah, like, it was insane. And they Could say... Could you imagine how scared you would be if you were a guard? No, that'd be terrible. Like, I would literally want to hide. I also heard a story that apparently in this time, they, because everyone was running amok, they killed other inmates that they, mm-hmm. like, had grudges against or thought yeah. were snitches and just straight up went and killed them. Oh, yeah. It was, there was, like, it says nearly 2,500 rioters were on the like loose inside the walls and like mm-hmm. as a, a guard or as like someone oh who gosh. has beef with someone else that'd be terrifying mm-hmm. it's insane yeah because so. i'm sure like nobody likes guards no. No, no inmates likes the guards especially because back then it was the 1950s they did not treat them no with respect like guards today probably still don't but they especially didn't back then right so they announced there there would not be any attempts to secure the cell box that very night because it was just, like, too much. So they, like, just gathered all to prevent a mass breakout, like, around the walls. Right. It didn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. So the next morning, 18 men were chosen to lead the way into the cell blocks. And there were, like, 300 of the rioters were, like, holed up in a four-story building. And then, like, other armed troops, like, they were on the roof with guns. And over 100 officers were standing outside the prison as a second wall of defense, just in case anybody mm-hmm. else got out. So the officers on the roof were forced to open fire with machine and riot guns to remove convicts from the prison yard. And then the 18 men who went into the prison were also armed with riot and submachine guns. And when they entered, they were bombarded with shouting, cursing, and, like, things were being thrown at them. Mm-hmm. 
All of the windows had been broken out, and the building was filled with four inches of standing water. Oh, my gosh. I know. Which where I guess the they water just come decided from? they probably just turned on all the faucets. They were just like, F this place. <laughs> it's crazy. But the convicts were ordered to get into the nearest cell, be quiet, or be shot, and one inmate completely ignored them and was killed immediately. And the rest, out of fear, well, retreated to their cells. Yeah, there's already got, there's got to be one that one mm-hmm. guy who's like, well, you can't tell me what to do. Exactly. But because they weren't, you know, they were amok, they weren't just in their right place. So they say that there was about nine men to a cell. Like, yeah. there was no system, really. They were just like, everybody get in your cells. Or just get in a cell. Yeah, know? in a cell, yeah. So um, by mid-afternoon, the rioters were processed and everyone was returned to their cells. And by the end of it, it four inmates had been killed one of whom was in solitary confinement who was tortured and murdered by other prisoners. Mm -hmm. And then another 50 inmates were injured and there was one attempted suicide. Four officers were injured, but there were no inmate escapes. And and that's so crazy to me that the walls are so tall. They are very tall. And like, there's a lot of officers surrounding it. Mm -hmm. So it does not surprise me that they didn't escape, but it does surprise me that there's not like, an attempt to, tried. yeah, like they were just like, you know what, let's just run amok and like, right, definitely be horrible trouble, inside. Yeah. So that was weird to me, but at the end, what's, what's also, oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. It was not off topic. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that there was an estimated $5 million in damage, like had been done from the rioting of that night. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say that there's, I don't know if it was a whole hall or what, with what's buried that they, <laughs> they dug it up and it was like another hall. But then decided to yeah. rebury it, and now they're going to dig it up again. Yeah. They, I, why was it buried? It was just underground. I can't remember. It was so cold out there, I couldn't to make, pay attention. They were trying to make room for another, like, yard. Like, okay. Basically, for a place for inmates to be outside. Yeah. That's crazy. But, yeah, they're going to re-excavate. Yes. So, bef- um, because of the violence of that night, the penitentiary is now called the bloodiest 47 acres in America. Mm-hmm. And then it closed in 2004. After 168 years of operation. Yeah. But what I thought was crazy was that they, she told us they bust out 1,200 inmates in one day. Like, they had periodically taken inmates out and got them to where they needed to be, but 1,200 in one day. Oh, yeah, I just think of them. Michael Myers being transported, like, one time, and it gets like that, but 1,200. I know yeah. they all weren't on one bus, but, like, that but just still. seems very dangerous to me. Yeah, it's crazy. And it even says here that... Um, they were sent, some of them were sent to the Potosi Correctional Center, mm-hmm. which is the place that houses inmates on death row before they actually go get executed. And um, dad said there are, it said there were 70 death row inmates mm-hmm. there to there. And dad said that some of the guys there are still, like they're from MSP. Oh, wow. So, still there. Yes, yeah, still there. Wow. So whether or not, like, so it says death row. So I'm assuming these guys have some crazy stories. Dad obviously wouldn't be with them at the moment, but I just think that's funny that they're, or not funny, but like cool that there's still men that came from there at that prison. Yeah, that is really interesting. There's still people there who went, who were in that prison that can still speak about it. Right. It's not just like, oh, everyone who was in it has died off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, did you know, so we're going to get, we're going to talk a little bit more about the um, actual like hauntings but did you know that it's one of the only three maximum security prisons that can still be toured today Mm-mm. the only other two are the eastern state pen in philadelphia and alcatraz and it's older it's older than alcatraz mm-hmm. it's nearly 100 years older than alcatraz that's weird because it's been operating for 183 years 
What has? Or not operating, but it's been existing. MSP. Yeah. So yeah. Alcatraz is like half of its life. Which is weird to me because I feel like Alcatraz is it's so even old. old yeah. yeah, but it's like, it's not. I want to go there too. That would be cool. So in A-Hall, the prison's oldest building, it's uh, supposedly a hotspot for unearthly activity. And inside the, there are like four tiers of cells with catwalks that crisscross, like crisscross. Mm-hmm. And um, so you can like walk across. You don't have to go down and walk all the way around. Right. And it's, um, those are the cells that are on each side. Actually, mm-hmm. That's the window. one. Yeah. Early on in like A-Hall, remember, it's the first one that was built. So early on, inmates were not allowed to look guards in the eyes. Hmm. And if they did, they would get like punishment at the whipping post or solitary confinement yeah i I also was hearing that there was some like it was back when you were allowed to punish Mm -hmm. inmates physically yep that's crazy so within this is the one with the hole Mm -hmm. and that's where like a lot of the these were the dungeon cells Mm -hmm. so um one inmate which is john b firebug johnson Mm -hmm. he was housed in the dungeon for 17 years between february 26 1883 to july 1st 1900 and Prior to his placement in the dungeon, he had planned, like, attempted escape, like, multiple times, Mm -hmm. and he had started multiple fires. Mm -hmm. I don't know why that's funny to me. Like, I guess starting a fire is stupid to me as a prisoner because, like, you're in there. You can't get out. Yeah, and also not – there's not a lot that can burn there. It's all metal metal. and stone. Yeah, I don't get it either. But so he was moved to the basement after setting a fire that destroyed more than $500,000 worth of property and the deaths of several inmates. So somehow he didn't go mad, and upon his release, he wrote a book called Buried Alive for 18 Years in the Missouri Mm -hmm. Penitentiary. So he was in that freaking place in the dungeon for 17 years. That's wild to me. So in this building, though, um, paranormal reports have included the feeling of being touched by hands, an overwhelming smell of body odor, which makes sense because, I mean, in the dungeons there was nothing down there. Yeah. An apparition of a man spied on the catwalk and movements in the darkness. Equipment often malfunctions here. Disembodied voices have been captured on recorders, and some have felt an invisible force breathing down their necks. That made me creep out for a second. <laughs> um, cell 48 was housed, once housed a prisoner who was known to be snitched, and he was bludgeoned to death with a sledgehammer during the prison riot. Yeah, they didn't they literally beat through the entire wall? I think so, yeah. I can't remember. They literally like hammered their way through the stone wall just to get to this guy. No, because it was during the riot, so I think he just kind of like, no, because that was in House A. I don't know. I don't know. That might be true. I can't they remember. They said it on Ghost Adventures, but I <laughs> Zach Baggins. Um, I mean, I feel like they couldn't put it on TV if it was totally not true, but... But you never know. But um, people have reported strange, heavy feelings, and an unearthly human figure has been caught on camera. Um, that's actually one of the rooms they tell you when you go in, like, oh, well, this is, a man was murdered in this room, uh-huh. and I wouldn't even go in the room. <laughs> My mom and Elizabeth and Aunt Sarah were before it, and I was like, not me. There's also a video that someone on the staff has of, like, a one cell where there's a window that not only opens, mm-hmm. but then closes. Like, they, it looks like yes. little cabinet doors. I know, because I have a picture next to the, one of the windows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's creepy. Ugh. Um, near the control center which is right when we first walked in. Mm-hmm. It's There's an entity known as Fast Jack. He is normally seen wearing a white lab coat and carrying a clipboard, and they think that he was probably just like, he worked in the medical facilities. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but at one point, a tour guide passed through the control center to secure the outer doors, only to return a few minutes later to find all the lockers had been opened. And they just attribute it to Fast Jack. And <sighs> they report seeing him in hallways moving through walls or appearing for short moments before vanishing. Hmm. I know. And then this is the one you were talking about. Um, a female ghostly figure is often seen in vintage clothing in the female wing. Mm-hmm. And then others have seen a man in an outdated prison uniform leaning against a fence. Strangely, some have seen or heard the ghosts of children and others, even a dog. Maybe that's where I got the thing. Maybe the dog. The dog. But um, throughout the old facilities, people have heard cell doors slamming, ghostly footsteps, loud banging, shadowy figures, the smell of cigarette smoke, objects being mysteriously moved around, and fast-moving entities. They mm-hmm. also report a feeling of dread, sense of sorrow, and a feeling of being watched. And, yeah. That's about it. It's such a creepy place full of so many different things. That, it is very. And it's been around for so long that it's just, it's, there's so much you could learn about this place. And I feel like there's so much to oh, be for seen sure. and heard. But just not only were we with a large group, but we, like I said, they weren't very nice. They weren't very And I would say to anyone. Please be respectful. Well, that don't go on a ghost. Like, just because you don't take it seriously doesn't mean someone else isn't trying to really experience something there. Yeah, so be respectful. Right. And two, anybody listening to this and you think, like, oh, most states pretty cool, you guys should look it up for yourself because, like, we don't have enough time in the world to talk about how cool it is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a and it's very. Being there. Yeah, and it's. If you got time to come to, you know, little boring Missouri. Little Jefferson City, <laughs> Missouri. It's only, what, was it $25 a person for the tour? Yeah. And that was for the two hour tour. But there are yes. other tours, and they go up, but there's not nothing crazy expensive. Mm-hmm. And they have hotels that you can stay in overnight and stuff that work with Can't the, you stay over... Well, couldn't you used to stay overnight there? You they, no? they do an overnight tour there. Yeah. But it's like an... It's more expensive because it's like well, an eight-hour tour. But oh my Still, God, that would be that so be, cool. Yeah. But um, yeah, I would suggest anyone who's intrigued by it, look it up yourself because we don't... And we can't do it justice. Because yeah. it's definitely a really cool place. I it's, took very few pictures, but I'll post them. We have pictures of Courtney and I in the freaking seats in the gas chamber. Yeah, you're welcome. That's an experience you'll never, what? ever have again, no except way. when we go back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so even though it's our Halloween episode, I still have a joke for you. Okay. Okay. What is a goblin's favorite kind of cheese? Oh, I don't know. Monsterella. Oh. <laughs> Monster. Instead of monster. Ooh, you know what? They should have said Moonster. Moon? No, oh, because that's a cheese. Moonster is a cheese. Oh, I, don't, I didn't know. See, but I didn't know that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm the Jake. The joke was probably written like that. It's, it's Monsterella. Monst- yeah. Monsterella. Mm-hmm. But there is a cheese called Moonster. I would have never known that, though. <laughs> normal people. It's a fancy cheese. Normal people wouldn't know that, Lauren. Well, sorry, I like cheese. Okay. Which, speaking of, do you remember the time when it you was bought your an birthday entire block of cheese for my birthday? Because yes. you like to say I like cheese. I like cheese. <laughs> well, I was like f- four, 13, 14. Mm-hmm. And I would just we're go around. Young. We were weird too. It was from something. I don't remember. I don't either, but I would just go around. I like cheese. I literally bought Courtney a thing of cheese, like a like a block of cheddar cheese. 98% of it molded and got thrown away. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she didn't really, she didn't really like cheese. I do like cheese, but like it was, an, it was a huge block of cheese. <laughs> what am I going to do with all that cheese? You're welcome. <laughs> but, um, Hey, give us a rate and review on iTunes. <laughs> Tell us about any scary places that you've visited or that you want yes, us to talk about. Ghost tours. And if you have any ghost tours that you are near, close proximity to the St. Louis area, 
y'all should let us know about them because we don't know about all of them. We think we do, but we don't. So you There should... is one for the Lamp Mansion. I know. Did you know they apparently have a really big Halloween party happening this weekend? That's really cool. I didn't know that. They, it's apparently one of the, they have it every year and it's apparently one of the biggest in the nation. I did not know that. That's really cool. Uh, I feel like no. it's not that big though. I think it's not as well known because. It's... No, I mean like like the place isn't physically that oh, large. Oh, well, the whole brewery is. Oh, I thought the brewery was like closed. Mm-mm. I did not know that. That's very cool. I mean, cool. it doesn't operate, but yeah. No, but I mean, I thought it was like condemned. Oh. But. No, the tunnels are. Maybe that's what it is. Very, very cool. Very interesting. Back at it again with those accents. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.